Okay. Shkayev to Shmuel Rader for sponsoring this morning. Lili Nishmas, what's your mother's name? Shane Lutrada, Bas. That's for Shmuel. Shem Shavon Aliyah. With that, Shavu Baruch and Hatzlach should come to you. The whole Mishpacha. Whole Kilo, Klan Okay, so the past uh, few weeks we've been talking about the sugya of Shevet Levi vis-a-vis Eretz Yisrael, the Nachla, the inheritance of Shevet Levi. So we talked about that, how, how again, in terms of the, the, the division of Eretz Yisrael from Yeshua Benun, Levi does not officially have a chelik in Eretz Yisrael. We've discussed it's one of the mitzvahs of the Torah. It's yes, Tariag, not Tariag. It's going to change with Mashiach, comes not, what that means. So that's all the sugyas that we went through. But now I want to move on to sort of the next part of this general sugya of Levi's uh, relationship to the land. And that is the following question. Okay, so they don't have a chelik in Eretz Yisrael, but they have to live somewhere. So where do they live? Pasha, where do they live? So that's what we're going to be learning about this morning. Practically, where did Sheva Levi live? And, um, and uh, the halach is uh, revolving around uh, the places, the cities that they did live in. So we'll begin like this. So in Maramukha number one is a, is a couple of sukkah and Parshas Masseh. So the Pasuk over there says the following thing. Tzavis b'nei Yisrael, again, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, command the Jewish people, that again, Sheva Levi doesn't have a nachl in Eretz Yisrael, again, by, the, by at least uh, until Mashiach comes, let's say, but Lomayis, they have to live somewhere. So there's a special mitzvah that the Jewish people have to give to Sheva Levi cities that they could be able to live in, that there should be Levi Dika cities. It's not a full inherit, a full portion of Eretz Yisrael, but I'll call upon them cities. What are the cities that you should give to them? So the Pasuk says, These cities that you should give them are the following. The six cities of Miklat, the cities of refuge, right? That if a person kills someone you know, by accident, so the Ritzeach would run to the Ir Miklat. So the, the Pasuk says that, that there was a mitzvah to designate six cities of Miklat, three in uh, the in, in Aver Yardin, three on the you know with Reuven, Gad, and Chatzy Shev Menashe, the other side of the Yardin, three cities over there, and three cities in Eretz Yisrael proper, six altogether. So those says the pasuk, those six Ari Miklat, they should be given to the Levian. They should be Levi cities. So again, the cities of refuge that the Ritzeach runs to, those cities should be given to the Levian. So who lives in Ir Miklat? So it's 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 Levi Levim and Kahanim, right? Sheva Levi cities. And any Ritzech that needs to escape there. Says the Pasik continues, Titnu, now on top of those six Ori Miklat, you should, the Klaiso should also donate to the Levium Arbaimushtaimir forty two cities. Call Armashitin Levium, and all the cities put the do the math together, six Ori Miklat plus forty two other cities, Arboy Mishmani are forty eight cities altogether. So that's what the Pasik says. There's a mitzvah from the Torah, and that's, uh, it's in fact counted in Tariyak, according to most opinions. There's a mitzvah from the Torah for Klai Yisrael to give to Sheva Levi, altogether 48 cities, six Ari Miklat, and an additional 42. Okay, so there's some specific halachas, maybe we'll speak about next week, the nature of these cities, and some halachas that sort of guide even the, um, the uh, I don't know what the word is, like the, the, the infrastructure of the cities and so on, uh, how the cities should be laid out. But we'll, maybe we'll speak about that next week. But um, for now, it's like this. The, the Pasuk is very interesting. The Pasuk is Marech. First of all, the Pasuk is, again, give them the, the six Ari Miklat, fine. And then it says, and on top of the Ari Miklat, also, or, or, or with the Ari Miklat, also give them 42. And then the Sachakal, 48. What do you need all this, all this information for? So the Gemara in Makis, Antaf Yudamad Aleph, learns from this halacha that if the Pasuk is connecting the 42 additional cities with the six Ari Miklat, it means that to a certain degree, even the additional 42 
have the status of the near miklat as well. And the Gemara and Makkah tells us that all, therefore, all these 48, therefore, in truth, how many cities of refuge were there in Eretz Yisrael? Really not just six. It was really 48 altogether. It's just that there were six primary cities of refuge and 42 secondary cities of refuge. What's the difference between a primary city of refuge and a secondary city of refuge? So the Gemara says in Makkah like this, Maramokah number two, it's the Gemara Makkah, Yudam and Alf, Amar Abaya. Abaya said, Halolu kultais, Bein ladas, bein shaloi ladas. Halolu ladas kultais, shaloi ladas enen kultais. In English, says Abaya, all these cities are cities of refuge. Again, that's why the Pasuk says, give them the six Ari Miklat, and also 42, and it's 48 altogether. It's one big package. These are all cities of refuge. The difference is, says Abaya, is like this. The six primary Ir Miklat, as long as, once the Ritzach enters into the borders of those six cities, he's protected. Whether he went there consciously to be protected, or whether you just, you know, uh, in a drunken stupor, he uh, ends up in the Ermic, or whatever it is. As long as he's there, he's protected. That's true for the primary cities of refuge. Says Abai, Halalu, the primary cities, cultists, they protect the, 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 the murderer, Bein Ladas, Bein Shaloi Ladas, whether he went there consciously, or he just ended up there, accidentally, he just took a wrong turn, he ended up being the right turn, but, uh, you know, he didn't know where he was going, and he ends up in the city of refuge. But Halalu, the secondary, the 42 additional ones, Ladas, cultists, they only protect the Ritzeich when he goes there consciously. Shaloi Ladas, if he just ended up there not realizing where he was, Einakaltas, then he's still not protected. So that's the difference in halacha between the, the, the six Eri Miklat and the other 42. But again, they're all, to, again, to one degree or another, they're all cities of refuge. Okay, fine. That's the halacha. That's the halacha. Huh? I guess, I guess, or the Bezdin would have to figure that out. That's, the, that's how it is. That's Allah. This is passing the Rambam. That's, that's Allah Lamaisa. The question we're going to be discussing now for the next little bit is not, I mean, there, there's some nafkamin and Allah to it, but it's more of a conceptual shiloh. Is it just a coincidence, I guess you can say, that it happens to be cities of refuge are given to the Levium? Or are those two things somehow bound to each other? Like, we, we, there's two things at play over here. We have a need for there to be cities of refuge, because Nebuch, you know, to protect people that uh, that you know that that's Ritzeach, So the pasuk says you need cities of refuge to protect them from from relatives that might want to take revenge. It says an in of having cities of refuge, and there also happens to be an Indian that Levim need a place to live. So, and 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 it turns out that these two things are made a shidduch together. That the cities of refuge are given to the Levim, six primary, forty-two secondary. But the question is, are these two things fundamentally together is the, put it this way, is the reason why these cities are cities of refuge because they're cities of Levian? Or it just happens to be that there's an Indian of cities of refuge, there's an Indian of we need Levian to live somewhere, okay, two birds, one stone, let's, uh, let's get it together. Are these two fundamentally different things or are they somehow really the same thing? That the reason why they're protective cities is because they're the cities of Levian. Nafkimina. Uh, let's say and this this wouldn't happen, but let's say the you know the let's say the Jewish people would decide that we want to be mekayim the mitzvah of establishing cities of refuge, but we're not interested in being mekayim the mitzvah of giving cities to Levim. Uh, whatever. So would these cities? Let's say the Jews they say okay these are Ari Miklat, but they're not cities of Levim anymore. Any Levi is is not allowed to live here. Would they halachically be considered cities of refuge? Are these two separate things that you're just putting together? Or, no, 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 the reason why it's a city of refuge is because it's a city of Levium. If it's not a city of Levium, it's not going to be... 
It's not a seeds of refuge. Or let's say more than that. Let's say let's say all the Levim just decide, you know what, we're good with we're good with forty seven cities. Forty eighth is ready, you know, we want to be grub like that. Forty seven cities is enough. The last city, forty eighth, you could take it. Would it still be considered a city of refuge? Are these two separate things or are they somehow connected? You follow? That's the question. Okay, so we're going to see that this is a, this is a big machlokis rishayim. So in Marmokka number three and four, this is the Rambam. Now, the Rambam doesn't talk about this openly, whether these are two separate things, again, that are just being put together. You know, again, you need to fulfill your requirement of refu- cities of refuge. You also have to fulfill your requirement of cities for Levium. So you might as well do two birds and one stone. Or, no, 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 the reason why it's a city of refuge is because it's a city of Levium. The Rambam doesn't openly say this, but the way the Rambam presents the halachas, I think it becomes clear what his position is. The Rambam talks about these two concepts in two very different places in his Sefer Mishnah Torah, and in each place, he does not cross-reference the other. So in one area in halacha, he talks about the Indian of cities of refuge, just about that halacha, and in another place, he talks about the Indian of giving Levium cities, and he, and, and he doesn't mish them at all. So you take a look in Maramokka number three and four, you'll see what I mean. It says the Rambam, this is in Hilchus Ritzeach, okay, the laws of, uh, of Ritzeach, Perches, that's where the Rambam talks about separating cities of refuge. And it says the Rambam like this, Mitzvah say, again, you're, you're gonna see, when I'm reading this, you're not going to see anything new, you're not going to, it's not, a, the, everything we know is, but it's just the way the Rambam presents it as so separate. It says the Rambam like this, again, Mitzvah say, lahafrish ori miklat, there's a positive mitzvah for the Jewish people to separate cities of refuge. Shenemar, it says in Pasuk, Sholosh Arm Tavdilah, you should separate three cities, again, on this side of the Yardin, three cities on this side of the Yardin. That's the mitzvah separating Ari Miklat. Vesheish Arim Hayu, it says around there were six, six of them, again, six primary ones. Sholosh Evdil Moshe Rabbeinu Bever Yardin, three the Moshe Rabbeinu separated on the other side of the Yardin, before he was Nifter, V'shol Yishevdil Yeshua, Beres Kanan, and three, that Yishev Binun separated when he brought us into Eretz Yisrael. That's, those are the primary cities of refuge, says the Rambam. And you should know, Kol Ari Levim, and you should know that also, all the cities that the Levim live in are also cultists. They also have this quality of being a city of refuge. The Kolach is from Ir Miklati, and each city by itself, each one of these cities is an Ir Miklat. Shenamar, quotes the Pasuk we saw before, Valem Tidnu, that besides the six primary ones, you should also give them 42. And the juxtaposition uh, tells you that they're all cities of, of refuge. And what's the difference between the primary six and the other ones, which are the cities of Levim? So says the Rambam, the same thing we saw in the Gemara Makis. Sh'ari Miklat Koltais Bein Ladas, Bein Shaloi Ladas. Again, the primary ones protect the murderer, whether he's there consciously and willingly or not. The Sh'ari Levim, but the other cities, Ein Koltais Ladas, they only protect the person when he's there consciously. So that's what the Rambam talks about in Hilchus Ritzeach. He's focused prim- uh, exclusively on the aspect of there being cities of refuge. Again, six primary and 42 secondary. Which are the 42 secondary ones? So he tells you a reference. It's the cities of the Levium. In, where does he talk, now, now there's another area where he talks about the Indian of giving Levium cities. And that's in the Malachas of Shemitah Ve'yoyvah. It's a complete separate section in Mishnah Torah. Maramalka number four, the Rambam in Hilcha Shemitah Ve'yoyvah, the 13th parak, that's where he talks about the mitzvah of, of Levium in Eretz Yisrael. It says the Rambam, Shevet Levi, 
even though Shevet Levi does not have a portion of the land, but what we do have a mitzvah to give them cities to live in, and the surrounding areas of those cities, that, that, the, the, the fields surrounding the cities, we'll talk about that next week, but, but this Indian of Shevet Levi, they're given cities. And what are the cities? So says the Rambam, the cities that we give them are the six cities, primary cities of refuge, and with them, another 42 cities. So the way the, the Ram is, we all, the Ram is very organized, and the way the Ram organizes this sugya is that he doesn't he doesn't mix them, he doesn't blend them. There's one discussion that he talks about, which is the halachas of cities of refuge, that's in Hilchas Ritzayach, and there's another sugya where he talks about the halachas of giving Levim cities, that's in Hilchas Shemitah V'yayvel. The fact that the Ram separates it, and again, you'll 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 appreciate the separation more when we when I show you the other Rishonim that don't separate it so much, and you'll be able to to realize the comparison. But the, the fact that Ramam is, is separating them to such a degree is, is, it indicates that the sheet of the Ramam Akhapanim in Mishnah Tyre is that these are two separate things. There's one sogi which is called cities of refuge. And there's another sogi which is called giving Levim cities to live. And these are two different, different birds and we're taking care of them with one stone. So those cities that you give to the Levim are also cities of refuge. But fundamentally, the way, the reason why their cities are refuge, what, 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 what the, the halachic um, power of the protective nature of the irmiklat is not because they're cities of Levim. Happens to be they're also cities of Levim, and that's the halacha that you should give them these cities. But that's not why they're in irmiklat. That's what seems to be in the Rambam. Again, it'll become clear when you see the other shitas. You'll see. Take a look at Marmokka number five. Okay? The opposite of this is the chinuch. The Chinuch, again, in, in the Sefer HaChinuch, also talks about these mitzvahs of, again, sitting, setting up the cities of refuge and also uh, giving Levim cities. But the way the Chinuch presents it, even though he's, he's also talking about two separate mitzvahs, but he cross-pollinates between the two of them. He, he, he references both. You'll see what I mean. Take a look at Marmokka number five. It's five and six. So Marmokka number five is the Chinuch in Mitzvah Tav Ches. This is the mitzvah of giving Levim cities to live in. Okay, in Parshas Masay. So it says the Chinuch like this: Again, so far, very very straightforward. The Jewish people are given a mitzvah to give Sheva Levi cities to live in. Since they don't have a personalized portion of the land, Shenemar he quotes the pasuk. Says the Rambam, from these cities that we give to Levim, from these cities there are some, there are six of them which are primary cities of refuge for a person that killed. But you should know that they all have this quality of being in your miklat. And in Sefer Shoftim, Parsha Shoftim, I'll discuss what's the difference between the primary cities of refuge and the secondary cities of refuge. First of all, right away, why are you bringing this up? Again, what's the mitzvah the Chinuch right now is talking about? Giving Levim cities. And he already said, so they don't have a portion of Israel, so you have to give them places to live. Where do we, what do we give them? The six Ari Miklat and an additional 42 cities. The Chinuch feels compelled to tell you, oh, and by the way, those additional 42 cities are also cities of refuge, and I'm going to discuss that later in, in Parsha Shaiftim. I'll talk about the cities of refuge. What, 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 what do I care about that? Why, why are you bringing that up right now? The answer is what the Chinuch is hinting to us is, not like the Rambam, is that you know what makes it a city of Levim? 
What defines it as a city of Levium is that it's a city of refuge. These are two, they're, they're, they're bound to each other. You can't separate the two. Once I tell you that there's a mitzvah of giving cities to a levy, it means that they're a city of refuge. And I have to reference it, I have to explain. Says the Chinuch, I would, I would, be, I would be doing a disservice to the mitzvah of giving Levi, of the, of my, in my description, in my discussion of the mitzvah of giving Levium cities, I would be doing that mitzvah disservice by not mentioning the fact that it's also cities of refuge. Because that's what it means, the city of Alevi. The city of Alevi means, not just that it's in their position, in their possession, but a city of Alevi means that it's in your miklat. And therefore the chinuch feels compelled. In this mitzvah, describe, describing a mitzvah of giving Levium cities, he has to cross-reference and say, they're also cities of refuge, and I'll talk about that more in detail in Parsha Shaiftim. And he goes on further, and he says, listen, Dine mitzvah kitzarm, the laws of this, you know, the chinuch, the way he, way he works, is that he tells you the mitzvah, and gives you some basic halachas of the mitzvah, right? So over here he says, this mitzvah of giving Levim cities, kitzarm, there's not too many halachas, it's just, you know, you give, uh, these are Levi cities. But, uh, but he does say there are some halachas, there are some sort of adjacent mitzvahs that we'll speak about more next week. Like the certain fields and certain, you know, the layout of the city that needs to be done in order for this mitzvah to be kept properly. So in the next mitzvah, he says, I'll talk about some of those details. And says the chenach, also another mitzvah which is associated with this is the mitzvah ari miklat is to separate these cities as cities of refuge, Shebesefer Shaiftim, which is primarily talked about in Parsha Shaiftim. Nichtam Memez Hashem, I'll talk about that there, Sheshloshtan Me'inyan Echadim. These are all three of the same sukkahs. Giving Levim their cities, making sure that the layout of the cities are proper, which again, we'll talk about the more next week, and the fact that these cities are cities of refuge, Inyan Echadim, it's all the same Inyan. So it's clear, black and white, that the Chinuch is telling us these are not two separate birds being taken care of with the one stone. It's not a coincidence that Levi cities also are the cities of refuge. That's why they're cities of refuge, because they're Levi cities. That's why they're Levi cities, because they're cities of refuge. It's the same minion. It happens to be, again, in Tayag, it's divided into two things. Establish cities of refuge, give cities to the Levian. But, but they're fundamentally the same idea. Inyan echadheim. This is also true. You, you also see this when the Chinuch talks about the mitzvah of, of establishing cities of refuge. He then, he cross-references the previous mitzvah of giving these cities to Levian. So in Maramukah number six, the Chinuch in, in mitzvah Tav Kuf Chaf, the Chinuch says as follows, L'havdol sheish ari miklat, mei ari halavim, she'tiyan alonu shalamaki nevesh b'shkaga. Says the, the chinuch over there, there's a mitzvah of establishing six primary cities of refuge. And the, the chinuch needs to tell you, and what are these cities of refuge? These are from the cities of Levim. Well, why do you have to tell me that for? Again, two separate inyanim. The answer is no, it's not two separate inyanim. Do you know why they're a city of refuge? Because they're cities of Levim. Do you know why they're a city of Levim? Because they're cities of refuge. It's one of the same thing. So what we have right now is, again, two extremely opposite shitas. The chinuch integrates these two inyanim, they're bound to each other. It's, 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 the, the, a city has the kayach of being a, a city of refuge for Ritzeach because it's a city of Levim. It's given to Levim because it's a city of refuge. It's the same inyan. Inyan echadin, literally like the Chinuch said. That's one extreme. And then you have the other extreme of the Rambam. The Rambam, Hilchas Ritzeach, talks about the inyan of cities of refuge. Hilchas Shemitah V'yayvul talks about the inyan of giving them to Levim. Two separate inyan and two separate parts of Mishnah Torah. He doesn't cross-reference, doesn't make any mention of of this is a city of refuge, who, you know, and it's owned by Levim. It's two separate inyanim, two birds, two separate inyanim, two separate things. Happens to be they're accomplished with the same cities. Those same cities, which, which we, we, we need cities of refuge, we need cities of Levim. Okay, so the Torah says, do it at the same time. 
but they're fundamentally two separate two separate sugas. That's the sheet of the Rambam, sheet of the Chinuch. Yeah, so far so good. Okay. So whenever you have two extremes, you have to have a mamutza. You have to have something in the middle. So there is a middle opinion, which is in fact the Rambam himself also. The Rambam wrote many swarm. So the Rambam, one of the swarm, the Rambam wrote Sefer Mitzvahs when he was younger, and then a little bit older, a little bit later, he, he wrote the Mishnah Torah. So it's I'm not going to say it happens all the time, but it's it, it, but it's not completely infrequent, and it's not difficult. Very often the Rambam would hold something in in Sefer Mitzvahs, and then he changes his mind in Mishnah Torah. It happens. It's not the we usually try to avoid. Um, these, you know, uh, 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 you know, the, the Ram should change his mind in like very extremely fundamental things that we would try to avoid, but in details, uh, it's not a problem. So, again, what we saw before in the Rambam was his opinion in Mishnah Torah. That in Mishnah Torah, Hilchas Ritzech, Shemitah two separate Yonim, two separate Sugis, two separate things. In Sefer Mitzvahs, he's not as extreme as the Chinuch, that it's Mamish one Indian. He's somewhere in between. You'll see. So in Sefer Mitzvah, this is how the Rambam presents these two sugyas of, again, giving cities to Levim and also creating cities of refuge. And you'll see that he connects them to a certain degree. So the Rambam says like this. In, in Sefer Mitzvah, again, Marmokah number 7 and 8. So the Rambam says as follows. In Marmokah number 7, this is Mitzvah, I say, Kuf Pei Beis. Um, that's the mitzvah of establishing cities of refuge. Okay? The six primary cities of refuge. And the Rambam over here in this mitzvah makes no mention of the fact that they happen to be cities of Levim. So when he talks about the six primary cities of refuge in Sefer Mitzvahs, he completely ignores the fact that they happen to be cities of Levim because it's unrelated to this point. Says the Rambam, There's a mitzvah in the Jewish people to establish six primary cities of refuge. They should be prepared for someone that, uh, that needs to be protected, that kills someone. And these are primary cities, and you should actually, there's another halacha, we're not going to go into this now, but the Ram says there's another halacha, that the, the, the directions, the, the, the street signs, the highway signs, and so on, to get you to the Ir Miklat, should be very, very clear. The Yashuaisim, it should be straight, it shouldn't be confusing to get there. There's a specific mitzvah, not just establishing these cities, but these primary Ir Miklat, it should be a smooth path to get there. A guy that's that's you know racing to Ir Miklat shouldn't have to stop for directions. It should be very, very clear. Um, what should we call it? And we shouldn't have anything in the way to stop a person from being able to get there, for the, from the Ritzech, from being able to find refuge. It should be a straight path. That's the mitzvah. To establish these three cities and to pave the road for them, and as to, to make a straight path for them. So that's the mitzvah of establishing the six primary cities of refuge. And nowhere in this mitzvah, in Sefer Mitzvahs, does the Rambam mention the fact that they also happen to be cities from Levim. No mention at all. Indicating that again, so far similar to his opinion in Mishnah Torah, two separate Yonim, two separate Sugis, he's talking about now the cities of refuge, unrelated to cities of Levian. But that's only in terms of the primary series, the primary cities. The next mitzvah, in Maramokim number eight, the Rambam in Mitzvah Sasei Kuf Pe Gimel, the Rambam now talks about the mitzvah of giving Levian cities. And over here, he says the following thing, Again, we have a mitzvah of giving Levim cities to live. They don't have a portion of the land. That's the pasuk we saw in the very beginning. There's a mitzvah to give cities to Levim. And now it says around, And these additional cities that we give them, 
they are also cities of refuge. The cultists, I'll term Yuchalem, and they have a specific way of, 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 being, uh, of being a city of refuge. Kamayshi is Barbamakis, as the Gemara and Makis tells us. So all of a sudden, here's the interesting thing. When it comes to the primary cities of refuge, the Ramam does not feel compelled to cross-reference the fact that it's connected to Levian. When it comes to the 42 additional cities, of, cities that are given to Levian, he feels compelled to tell you that they're cities of refuge. In Sefer Mitzvahs, what becomes clear is that the Ramam is some, some sort of middle, middle ground. The, the Ramam in Sefer Mitzvahs holds the following thing, is that... It's, he agrees, he, 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 he holds the following thing, which is that the, it's the definition of a city of a levy is that it's a city of refuge, but only to the secondary tier city of refuge. To get you to a primary city of refuge, that's unrelated to the fact that it's Sheva Levi. So the way the Ramam and Sefer Mitzvah is making it is that it's some middle, middle madrega. Cities of Levium is intertwined with the fact that they're cities of refuge, but only in terms of the level of klita, of protection that Yermikla does to the degree of a secondary tier. Right? Remember we saw the Gemarmakis, right? Primary cities protect the person, even Shloy Ladas, right? You just ended up there. Secondary cities are Koylet Ladas. That koyach of a city to be koyach ladas, that comes because it's cities of Levim. The higher madrega of what, of that the six primary ones are koyach, they protect even shaloy ladas, that's unrelated to the fact that, it happened, that, that, that they're cities of Levim. So the way the Raman Sefer Mitzvah is making a pshara, that when it comes, is, is the concept of an ir miklat integrated and in part of the fact that it's a city of Levim, like the chinech holds, or is it completely unrelated, like how the Raman holds in Mishnah Torah? The answer is in Sefer Mitzvahs, it's somewhere in between. The, 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 being a secondary city of refuge is bound to the fact that it's a city of Levium. Being a primary city of refuge is unrelated to being a city of Levium. That's how the Raman Sefer Mitzvahs are doing it. Therefore, when he talks about the primary cities of refuge, he doesn't feel compelled to tell you that there are cities of Levium. When he talks about the secondary cities of refuge, that's when he talks about that there are cities of Levium. So only in that second tier Klita, that's emanating from the fact that they're, that they're cities of refuge. A primary level of Klita, that's unrelated to the fact that they're cities of refuge. So these are the three, you follow, you follow as we have so far? So these are the three shittas that we have. Again, are these two sugyas one, or are they, are, are, are these two in Yonim, of an ir miklat, the, 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 you know, the protection that ir miklat gives to Ritzeach, is that somehow connected and emanating from the fact that it's a city of Levium? And conversely, the, to, to give, to make a city, a city of Levium, does it have to be a city of Miklat? Are these two things integrated in one, or are they fundamentally separate? So it's Machlekes. Again, the Chinuch says they're all together, Mamish, the same Indian. City, the Klita comes because it's cities of Levium, and cities of Levium means that they're cities of refuge. It just happens to be their six primary cities of refuge, and therefore six primary cities of Levium. And, second, and 42 secondary cities of refuge and secondary cities of Levium. That's the Chinuch. The Ramah and Mishnah Torah, two unrelated discussions. There's an Indian that's called Ir Miklat, which is primary and secondary, and there's an Indian of Levium, but they have, and they happen to coincide, but there's no real connection between the two of them. And the Ramah and Sefer Mitzvahs, 
That it depends. When you're dealing with the six primary ones, unrelated to the fact that they happen to be cities of Levium. The 42 secondary cities of refuge are cities of refuge because they're cities of Levium. So in the secondary Kaich of Klita, of your Miklat, it's integrated with the fact that they're cities of Levium, primary not. That's the sheet that we have. Okay. What's the premise of this? So, uh... Okay, so uh, let me... Let, I hope this is going to make sense, okay? This, um, we're, we're, it's going to, we're going to... Usually what I try to do is like bring things down, but there are and avoid this Hashem. This is... There'll be some of that too, but... Okay, so this Indian of a Ritzayach, uh, a person Nebuch Lolein who kills someone accidentally, so he has to go to the Ermiklad, right? That's what this uh, is about. So we, we understand that, that everything in Torah is about fixing, it's about a repair. It's not just a punishment stam. It's a, it's a kapara. Even the Gemara says in Makis, to a certain degree, the Ermikla does not just stam, uh, even though in, in some reading in Chumash, it sounds like you're just protecting the guy. But the Gemara says that there's a kapara involved in being sent to Gaulus into the Ermikla, which means that in order to appreciate this sugya of the Ermikla and its relationship with Levi, we have to better identify what was damaged in the guy's neshama because of the fact that he was a Ritzeach. Like, he, he was a Ritzeach Beshkaga, that causes a Pagam in the Neshama. To better understand the Rafua, right, in order to give a Rafua for something, if you're a doctor, to give a Rafua for something, you have to know what the Mach is, right? So, so let's understand, what was, what's the Pagam in the Nefesh that happens through Chas Hashem, through Ritzicha? So, so, things like this. The truth is, there's two separate Pagam, two separate damages that will take place. Okay? I'm going to do the best I can to explain. You know, the 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 Rabbanu the, the created the world um, here. The, 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 it says in Pesach that Hashem created the human being, Mitzalim right? That we're created in the image of Hashem, the image of Hashem. So on a very, very simple level, image of like the Nefesh Chaim writes this in Nefesh Chaim, Chaim Velozhner, that uh, what does it mean, Mitzalim Hashem is not physical. Mitzalim means that the system that the Rabbanu Shalom uses to create the world, that's contained in the person. So that means to the, the, the infrastructure of a neshama is modeled after the infrastructure of the entire world. A person is called an Adam Cotton like that. So in the, in the infrastructure of the world, again, we're just, you know what, I'm, okay, these are the words. Whether you happen or not, they're not going to try to, con, you know, while I'm saying it over, if I then try to also make it in such a way that it's understandable, I'm going to... Uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to get the words out. So I'm just going to get the words out, okay? And the best we can. Okay, fine. So it's like this. So in the infrastructure of the world, the Rabbanishal made it, is that there are four oilamas. There are four dimensions to reality, moving from extremely spiritual, divine, divinity, mamish, elikos, all the way to uh, physical reality that's very far, seemingly, from elikos. The four oilamas. And, the, and, and, and even visually, the way that Rizal describes them is like, you know, mamish, like uh, four buildings, one on top of the other, you know, like four, uh, four batim, four floors of a, of, a, of a structure. Atzilus is the top floor, you know, that's the highest level. Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. Atzilus, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. Now, those infrastructures just as if those are the collective infrastructures of the universe, it means that exists in the nefesh, because we're created with Selma Lekim. Another way of, now again, 
bear with me. Another way of describing these four tiers is there's another language that one can use to describe these four tiers, and that's the language of spheres. Again, we're not going to what this means and so on, but we know, again, just like there's four different dimensions to reality, moving from the deepest, most divine, sublime divinity of Atsilas all the way to down to Asiya, so that infrastructure also can be described with other words. So the words would be, Atsilas would be connected to the sphere that's called Chachma, Bria is connected to the sphere that's called Bina, Yitzira is connected to the spheres of Chesed through Yisaid, and Asiya is Malchus. Okay, why am I talking about this? So what part of the neshama is, is damaged through Ritzicha? The answer is the part of the neshama that's damaged through Ritzicha is Asiya. Is the part of you, that's car- the part of the person that corresponds to the bottom most dimension called Asiya or the corresponding language of Malchus. Malchus is always associated with kings. You know, it's, it, historically, kings were always, most of them were tyrants. Right, which comes with a lot of bloodshed. Even David Melech, uh, the pasuk says that Shmuel Hanavi, when he first met David Melech, he saw that he was had a red complexion, which is reminiscent of Esav. Happens to be he also had beautiful eyes. So the Gemara says he would only kill with the will of the Sanhedrin. But the end of a Melech is that kayach of, uh, you know, one of the unique halachas of a Melech more than anything else is that a Melech, Melech is chayv misa. A Melech has the rights under certain conditions to take life uh, relatively. Uh, so the Indian of the Indian of, of uh, and, and 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 on a deeper level, the lowest dimension of Asiya is the most weak. Whenever you know the high, higher to low, high is always full of energy, divine light. The lower you go, the, the weakest. The nature of Malchus, the nature of Asiya, is that it doesn't have much kaych on its own. It's kemat almost dead. It's it's on life support. The lowest madrig of Asiya is malish on life support. So when we're talking about the chasshon, the pagam of Ritzicha, it's specifically damaging that universe that's most inclined to death and most inclined to spilling blood, which is in of Malchus, which is Asiya. Okay? So this is principle number one. The part of the nefesh which is damaged by Ritzicha is Asiya. Okay? So now you have to fix it. So how do you fix Asiya? So there's a principle. The principle is, Ein chavesh mater surim. person that's in prison can't protect themselves. You need to be helped you need to be helped from outside of you, right? A guy is in prison, he can't get himself out. He needs to be taken out from the outside. So if Asiya has been damaged, if Asiya has fallen, that's the language of the Ariza, Asiya falls to a low place through the Pagam of Ritzicha, then the Tikkun of Asiya comes from the universe above it called Yitzira picking it up. That's the language, the description of the Arizal, Kivyachal, so it's all spiritual reality, so it's not physical, but it's all Mashalim. The Mashal the Arizal gives is that whatever Madrega has fallen, the Madrega right above it has to bend down, so to speak, use its hands, you know, and pick it up. That means that the Tikkun of Asiya is going to come because of, from Yitzira. Now, how does Yitzira pick up Asiya? How does one universe, so to speak, so to speak uplift a broken universe below it? So the answer is, by the Rizal, it was revealed that there's a specific name of Hashem that's always used in this Indian of one universe picking up the universe below it. And that is the Shem Membez, the name of Hashem that's of 42 letters. The most f- famous uh, you know, permutation of that is Anabakayach. 
Right? Anu Bekaich, Yerushalayim, Anu Bekaich. So you say Anu Bekaich, and then along the side, it has the Rosh Tevis of all the words of Anu Bekaich. It's 42 altogether. That's the Shem Membez. Whenever you're dealing with a universe that's, fall, that's in a fallen state and needs to be picked up by the higher universe, it's always through the means of a Shem Membez, of a name of 42. 42 equals Bekamashia, 14 times 3 is 42. Yeah? Yad. Yad. It means, you know, we, we physically have two hands, but in... In Ruchnius, two is always disjointed. Three is the number that you're looking for. The, what Yitzira picks up Asiya through three hands, through three yads, three yadayim. That's the shame membase. Okay, so let's understand. This person was Ritzeach, Vishkaga. He was Pagim, his universe of Asiya, which means that his Tikkun comes from his universe of Yitzira picking his universe of Asiya up with three yadayim. This is the side of the, all the ear miklats. Why? There are six primary, 42 secondary. The six primary ear miklats correspond, why is it number six? Six corresponds to the spheres of Yitzira, which is chesed through Yisait. Chesed, Gvur, Teferis, Natsach, Haid, Yisait. Okay? Again, remember in the language that Asiya was Malchus, but Yitzira was chesed through Yisait. So that means the six primary cities of miklat represent the oilam of Yitzira. But the oilam of Yitzira picks up the broken oilam of Asiya through what? Through three yads, which is the Shem Membeis. That's the 42 secondary cities of Ir Miklat. So there's one aspect of this system of Ir Miklat that has nothing to do with the fact that they're cities of Levim. I, in this whole discussion that confused everybody, I did not mention the word Levi once. Because there's one aspect of this story, which is the Pagam that takes place with this Ritzeach in terms of him being Pagim, his Asiya. And his Asiyah's Tikkun depends on his Yitzira, which is the number six, bending down with its three hands, called the Shem Membez, uplifting his Asiyah and bringing him a Tikkun. That's the Sugya of the six primary ear miklots and the 42 secondary ear miklots. That's one discussion. Then there's another discussion. At the same time, Ritzicha is Pagim, his Asiyah, right? Which, to Yimasakin Asiyah depends on his Yitzira uplifting his Asiyah. Okay, there's another pagam. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Am I am I am I am I talking to myself? Okay, okay, fine. There's an, I just whatever. So there's uh, sometimes it happens. I, I talk to myself. Well, I don't mind. It doesn't bother me. Just anyway. So there's another pagam that takes place. Not all of you said yes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So the, the another pagam that takes place is is as follows. There's the infrastructure of the universes. Again, atzilos, bri, atzirasia that we talked about. But then there is the basic ingredients that the universe that the that the universe's structure is built from. No different than physically, right? You have buildings, right? But the, the, so there's the building, but then there's also the ingredients they're using to build the buildings. So you, you're you're basically gonna. I mean, I don't know much about these things, but uh, you know, if a person's a contractor, build whatever it is. So there are certain basic components that you're using to build any structure. You could be building, you know, uh, a skyscraper in whatever it is, or, or, or uh, fixing a kitchen, whatever, you're using the same basic tools, the same basic ingredients. So all the infrastructures of the universes, they're different in terms of their infrastructure, but the basic ingredients that's being used to build these things are pretty much always the same. What are the two basic ingredients that you need in order to create universes? The answer is what's called in the Svarim, chasadim and gvuras. Not to be confused with the sphere of chesed or the sphere of gvura, but there's an energy that's called chasadim, and there's an energy that's called gvuras. 
Chasada means an energy of going out, of giving, of manifesting, of, 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 of outwardness. And there's an energy that's called Gevura of restraint, of holding back, of constricting, of shrinking. There's an energy that's called expansiveness, and there's an energy that's called uh, uh, constriction. Chasadim and Gevuras. And the combination of Chasadim and Gevuras is what's needed to build anything. So again, just like a guy's a contractor, you know, whatever it is, you need wood. Okay, what are you going to do with the wood? You can do endless things with the wood, but it boils down to wood and nails, whatever. So that, that's, that's it. So you need, you need Chasadim and Gevuras. The Ritzayach, in terms of the infrastructure of the universes, he's damaged his Asiyah. And to fix his Asiyah, it takes Yitzira with the Shem Membeis. That's the six primary Eremiklats with the secondary 42. But in terms of the ingredients of nature that he was Pagim, he was Pagim in Gvurus. He was Pagim in Gvurus. Why? The nature of Ritzicha is to, the opposite of life. It's, it's, it's constricting life. In other words, think of it in this way. Avram Avinu is chesed, right? And who does Avram Avinu have? He has a yid, what I'm saying, but in terms of the, the klipa, the anti-Avram is Yishmol. Yishmol is taivis. So taivis always too much borderlessness. That's what taivis are. Then you have Yitzchak, which is gvur, restraint, 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 holding back. And what's the negative version of that? Esav, which is ritzicha. I'm going to hold back I'm, I'm strangling, you know, to strangle uh, life out of a person. That's, that's an extreme level of constriction. Constriction means tight-fistedness. Tight-fistedness can be, like, financially. And it's also like, I'm not allowing this person to have any space at all. I'm completely snuffing that person out. That's called Ritzicha. So in terms of the infrastructure of life, Asiya, of the Olamas, Asiya has been damaged. In terms of the basic ingredients that everything is built from, the Ritzech has been Pagim and Gvuras. Now, here's the principle in the Kisferi. In order to fix Gvuras, they have to be returned to their healthy root. The way that you sweeten judgment, the way that you fix Gvuras, the basic ingredient of Gvuras, is by realigning them to their healthy source. This is where Levim come in. Levim versus Kahanim. Kahanim are Tumechavurecha Leish. Chasidecha. Lurim v'tumim. Kahanim represent chesed and hispashtas. Levim, on the other hand, represent gvura and restraint. But in a healthy way, in a pure way, in, a, in an unbelievably deep way, the shiris halavim, the singing of the levim, is, you know, the Indian of singing is, is you know, uh, it, it, it is, it, is a quality of, of hispashtas akashmis. You know, it... it when a person's lost in a song, a nigan in Kedusha could allow a person to sort of, his neshama can sort of even leave the body. There could be a, there's a removal, there's a removal of, of, of life when a person has a nigan, but in, 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 a, in a most beautiful way, not chas death, but in, in a way of, of being, of moving outside of this world, of any, let's put it this way, any movement of a neshama becoming less connected to Eilam Haza and becoming more attached to that which is higher, that's Gvuras. That's a very healthy, holy Gvuras. What is ches, the, what's the direction of Chasadim? Chasadim are moving down. Chasadim are moving towards this world, becoming more part of the world. Gvuras are what? Are moving away from the world. When it's unholy, it's Ritzicha. When it's holy, it's mamish uh, an unbelievable nigan that the Levim are singing that make you feel completely detached from Eilam It's restrained in terms of constriction. The neshama, instead of it being allowed to encompass the entire body and move out, it's being 
it's being schlepped back to its source. It, when that's done unhealthily, it result, it's, it's called death. And Hashem is, not be, is, being, is being pulled out of the body. That's, when that's unhealthy, that's called ritzicha. When it's healthy, that's called dvekas. That's called dvekas. So a person's in a state of dvekas, they don't know what's going on around them. Because their neshama is not, not as connected to the body anymore. It's, it's in a higher place. So in order, so here's the nakuda. In the tikkun of gvuris, which by the ritzeach needs to be dam- it was damaged, the tikkun of the gvuris comes by his iskashus to levim. Because levim are what? Are healthy gvuris, are good gvuris. Gvuris that are sweet and gvuris that are in line with chasadim. Gvuris that are productive, not destructive. So these are the two tikkunim that the Ritzeich has to go through. On the one hand, he has to be misak in his oilam of Asiya, which is deeply rooted in the Cheshman of Irmiklat, six primary, four into secondary. And then there's another tikkun that it has to go through, which is what? Which is um, the, the tikkun of his Gevuris, which is deeply, which is not connected to the system of Irmiklat, but it's connected what? To the Cheshman of, of what you call it, to the Cheshman of, of Levian. So these are the two things at play over here. <clears throat> okay, so now that we've established that these are two separate, that the Ritzeach requires two separate tikkunim. There's one, again, one tikkun that he needs for his Asiyah, which is primarily based on the Cheshven of the Ir Miklat being six primary, 42 secondary, unrelated to the fact that they're cities of Levian. And then there's another tikkun that the Ritzeach needs, which is that he's protected because of the fact that his, gvur, his gvuris were damaged and his gvuris need a tikkun, which ultimately comes through his eskashas to Levian. So based on putting, now that we have that, you know, sort of that, these two ideas in place, now let's go back very quickly to plug it into the three sheetas that we saw earlier on. Again, let's remind ourselves. The fact that the that these cities of refuge bring a kapara to the Ritzeach. Is that an independent idea, or is that emanating from the fact that it's cities of Levian? So we saw that it was a machlekes. The Rambam Shit and Mishnatar, again remember, the Rambam Shit and Mishnatar was, is that these cities of refuge, the six primary, the 42 secondary, protect the Ritzeach and give them a tikkun, unrelated to the fact that they're cities of Levian. The Rambam is saying that in Mishnah Torah because the Rambam is focusing primarily on the Tikkun, on the Pagam and the Tikkun of the Ritzeach's Asiya. And the Pagam of the Ritzeach's Asiya and the Tikkun of the Ritzeach's Asiya depends on nothing to do with Levim. It depends on Yitzira with the Shem Membez being Masakin, his Asiya, which is the six primary and the 42 secondary cities of refuge. So therefore the Rambam, in terms of his view and his relationship to the Tikkun of the Ritzeach, doesn't bring the cities of Levim into the picture. Cities of Levim is a separate sugya, but in terms of cities of refuge of bringing Tikkun to Ritzeach, it's just based on the numbers of 642, and that's the Tikkun of Asiya. That's as far as the Rambam is concerned. Now, by the way, just to explain a little bit, the reason why maybe... Lashitasa, the Rambam views it like this, is because, as I mentioned many, many times, the Rambam is a bechin of Meshech ben, ben David. Meshech ben David is connected to Malchus, as we said before. So when the Rambam is focused on explain, on expressing the tikkun of the Ritzeach, he's focused on the tikkun of Asiya, the tikkun of Malchus. That's why the Rambam, again, focuses on the klit, the ir miklat status, has nothing to do with the fact that it says Levian. It's just an uh, in Indian by itself of six 
primary and 42 secondary. That's the Tikkun of Asiya. And that's the Rambam Lashitase because the Rambam is Bechina's Malchus based David, which is Asiya. And that's his job, is to be Mesak and Asiya. That's the Rambam. The opposite was the Chinuch, right? The Chinuch said that the Tikkun of the Levi, the, the Tikkun of, of the Ritzeach, the fact that he that these cities act as cities of refuge, is, bec- is because they're cities of Levium. It means that the Chinuch is primarily viewing it from the lens of the Pagam and Tikkun of Gvurus. And even though there's the Cheshvan of 6 and 42, which is certainly related to the, to the Inyan of Malchus, but we find in the Kisvi a basic principle, which is that although every Olam is built from the basic ingredients of Chasadim and Gvurus, but the Olam of Asiya is primarily based on Gvurus. It's primarily built on Gvurus. So the Chinuch, even in his Tikkun of Asiya, is still seeing it through the lens of Gvurus. And he's seeing it that the Ir Miklats, primary and secondary, only work because they're cities of Levium. And this is, by the way, B'derach Agav, just uh, in parentheses, this is the Chinuch also, the Shittase. Why is it called the Sefer Chinuch? It's called the Sefer Chinuch because the Chinuch writes, he says he wrote the Sefer as a book for his son to read, a Sefer for his son to read on Shabbos. His son was, doing, you know, hanging out, whatever it is. And he wants, for Chinuch purposes, to be Mechanich his son, he wrote a Sefer Chinuch. What's Chinuch about? Chinuch is about Gvuras. Chinuch is about restraint. The kid wants to do whatever he wants. The kid is wild. And the father has to say, don't do this. The father has to teach the son restraint. That's what basic Chinuch and basic, uh, basic Chinuch is about. So the lens of the Sefer Chinuch is going to be seeing things from the Gvuras perspective. And therefore the Tikkun of the Ritzeach, even the Tikkun of Asiyah of the Ritzeach, says the Chinuch is ultimately Neveh, it's ultimately coming from being Masak in his Gevuris. And therefore, the, since the Tikkun of primarily is based on the connection to healthy Gevuris, which is Sheva Levi, so therefore says the Chinuch, the Ari Miklat are always defined as Ari Miklat because they're cities of Levim. That's the Rambam and that's the Sefer HaChinuch. The Rambam and Sefer HaMitzvah is the in-between. The Rambam and Sefer HaMitzvah is recognizing the requirement of there being a Tikkun of Asiya, just Mitzad Asiya, and that's the primary cities of refuge, the six are Miklat, that the Olam of Yitzira brings a Tikkun to Asiya. But he's also leaning towards the Chinuch as well to recognize the fact that Lemaisa, even Asiya, depends on the Tikkun of Gvuras. And therefore, at least the secondary cities of refuge are coming, have their Kayach of refuge because of their uh, of their connection to Shevet Levi. So this is where the Sefer Mitzvah sort of is a balance between the two of them. That Asiya needs its Tikkun, this in, in terms of structural universes, but he also recognizes that the Lemaisa, the basic ingredient involved in building that structure of Asiya, is Gvurus. So therefore you have to sort of recognize the requirement of Tikkun HaGvurus to help you in your Tikkun of Asiya itself. And that's the balance of Sefer Mitzvah. No. That's uh, the Sachako of all of this. Again, these three shitas of the Rambam, Sefer Chinuch, and Sefer Mitzvahs, ultimately is reflective of these truths in terms of the Tikkun of the Ritzeich, the Pagam of the Ritzeich, in terms of being Pagam Asiya and being Pagam Gvuris. And again, the Rambam and Mishnah Torah is focusing on the Tikkun of Asiya, Chinuch is focusing on the Tikkun of Gvuris, and Sefer Mitzvahs is recognizing both. And that's ultimately the Shlemus of what this uh, Ritzeich needs. Okay, Hashem Shabbat bless us, Taka, we should. We should be uh, zeichet to be mamtik all the gvuras and all the dinim. Should be able to see the gvuras.